0: Hey y'all and welcome back to another week of Take 5 Revive. So last week we had Brie and Sam here. We were talking about family, the good, the bad and the ugly. We were chatting about the two types of families, how we can love them and how we can be caring for them. But this week I'm joined by Brie and Soha to talk about going through hard times. You know, why is God letting bad things happen? Um, You know, what can we do about it? All that sort of stuff. But first off, how have your guys' weeks been? Um, and also some restrictions have been lifted. What are some big plans for post-quarantine? Hey, guys. um, Gosh, how's my week been?
1: My week has been
2: good. I haven't done too much. Um, I've been really thankful for... Actually, I've been thankful but also super stoked um, that we're allowed to have, like, two people come over and visit. So I had my um, extended family over Well, like two of them, obviously. And that was kind of nice. And then I've been hanging out with friends a little bit more and having people over for dinner. So that's been awesome. And plans post restrictions. I think it's going to be a time for lots of hangouts. I might even not organize to have to go for a walk with someone to see them. And that's kind of exciting. (laughs) Um, What about you, (laughs) Brie?
1: Yeah, I'm organising walks, but I'm keen for the restrictions to end. I've done a few bush walks. I'm really excited for when these restrictions lift and um, to go to the cinema, so I can do everything I'm doing now, but in public.
0: <laughs> that is awesome. Love it. Love to hear those plans. Um, so this week we're talking about a huge. Topic. So I'm just going to preempt, say that we are only vaguely touching on the topics that we could really chat about for hours. Um, and we're not here to give you guys all the answers on these giant questions. We're just here to have a discussion, to give you our thoughts, um, and to tell you a bit about what the Bible actually says. So kicking off, suffering. Whoa, that's hectic, right? So suffering exists, but does God cause it? And why does God cause it? evil things to happen. So hard. What's your thoughts?
2: Hey, Um, yeah, suffering exists. And it's so like, it's such a hard reality of life. Like, um, and it can be really devastating to see. Um, You know, we've been talking a lot and and witnessing um, the coronavirus and the impact that that's had on so many people. Um, And it's been a real issue of life and death, but then also just, you know, loss of jobs, um, and families that have uh, broken under the stress of the impact of the coronavirus. Um, but then, larger than that, there are wars, and um, there's illness, and just so much other stuff that's going on in this world at the moment. And you know, even before the coronavirus, there were there were all those bushfires in in Australia, and people are still kind of coming through from that. So. Um, it's all around us and, and close to home and in our nation and, and worldwide. Um, and it exists and it's a really hard um, hard reality of the world that we live in. Um, does God cause it? Well, like God is love. Um, he's completely good. Uh, in the Bible, there's a book um, called 1 John and it says in it that God is light. In him, there is no darkness at all. And so if God is completely good, then God doesn't cause any evil. And so does God, like, why does God cause evil stuff to happen? Um, The Bible is pretty clear that God
0: doesn't cause any evil to happen because of who he is. So then does it come from God or where does it come from then? Um, Yeah, that's a great question as
1: well. If God doesn't cause any evil, we're still left with the question that suffering does exist. If, if you kind of think about it, suffering can come in many different ways, obviously, but it, it often comes from either sins and mistakes of humans or diseases, or just the natural order of the world, like gravity or natural disasters. So if we want to figure out where these come from, we can look at the story of Adam and Eve. I'm sure you've heard of it. Um, But basically the whole point of this story is that God originally intended for us to live in perfection and glory with him. Um, That's the Garden of Eden. But he gave us a choice. We can choose to live this way willingly. But we as humans chose wrong. We, ch- we turn from God, and that means that we broke the relationship between us and God. And because we broke the relationship with us and God, that meant our world became broken. And with a broken world, that means we have to deal with sin and disease and death.
0: But we chose, yeah? So what about God being in control? Isn't he in control of the world?
2: Yeah, yeah, he still is. Um, So... The Bible says that nothing happens in this world outside of God's control. Um, And he shows us this, for example, in in one of the Gospels in the book of Mark, um, in chapter four, when Jesus and his disciples were on a boat um, and then this big storm kind of came and the waves were really big and the disciples got really scared. And then Jesus ended up calming the waves and the storm and and just completely um, stilling and, and stopping it. And suffering is similar to the winds and the waves, like suffering, winds, waves, they're things that we can confidently say that as people, we don't have ultimate control over. We have some control over it, but not ultimate control. So for example, um, I've got an autoimmune disease. Um, an autoimmune disease is an illness. Um, we don't really have um, treatment for it, but there are stuff that we can do to try and manage it. And so I've got control, for example, over taking medication and eating well and exercising right and doing the the things that I know are going to take care of my body. But ultimately, I don't have control over um, what my illness will do to my body. So that's what I mean about having some control, but not ultimate control. And like even when the wind winds in the waves, like we, we've got some control over global warming and the impact that we're having on that. And so that does have some impact on the way that the natural world and and like the water and the winds and stuff work but we don't have ultimate control over them like if there was a storm we couldn't just go hey stop in the story of Jesus calming the winds and the waves um, just because the storm was happening it didn't mean that Jesus didn't have control over it and in the end we find out that he does because he does something about it um and and so in the same way just because suffering exists doesn't mean that god doesn't have control over it he does have control over it and and we'll talk about um the fact that he will do something about it but i guess ultimately just because suffering does exist doesn't actually mean that
0: god doesn't have control hmm so he has this awesome control but then why doesn't he use it? Does he not love us? Or is he not as perfect and as powerful as he says? Like, what's, what's the deal with that? Um, that's,
2: that's a great question. And, you know, for lots of people, this will be bringing up questions like that. I think you know like if if we go back to that story about Jesus calming the winds and the waves his disciples actually ask that exact questions like when when the storm is happening and they're all on the boat like you can imagine the scene right like um, they're on a boat there there's this big storm they're being tossed around it's really scary and one of the disciples actually goes up to Jesus and goes hey Jesus like have you seen this why aren't you doing something about it don't you care about us and so even the disciples were kind of wondering when they were witnessing what was going on around them and they felt really helpless and out of control. And so um, like ultimately what we see is that, again, Jesus does have control and he does care about them and he does do something about it. Um, and so similarly, when 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 suffering happens around us, we're, we're put in a similar position where we're asking the same question. Um, But the Bible actually says, as I mentioned before, that God is going to do something about it. Um, There's another book in the Bible called Revelations. And in chapter 21, um, it says this about God. It says that he, God, will wipe every tear from their eyes. Um, There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away. Um, and so we're promised that God is going to do something about suffering. He's going to take it away. Um, there's like when, when we go to heaven, um, there is not going to be any more mourning or crying or pain. And we're going to be living in, in the perfect world um, that God intended um, to to have us live him in. Um, and so it kind of shows us that God still does care about us, and that he is still in control. He's just choosing to wait, and and I think, um, like the Bible definitely talks about that as well. But also the Bible, like you know that that's kind of in the future. God is going to do something about it. Um, but the Bible also says that God's doing stuff about it now, um, except it's slightly different. In in Psalm twenty three, uh, it it talks about the fact that God, um, is helping us through suffering now by walking with us through it and by guiding us through it and by being with us through it. It, it says, um, even though I, I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So again, God is showing us his care by walking with us through the suffering and, and by guiding us and by caring for us um, in that time. Um, but there's also more to it. And I might, I might pass to Brie on that one.
1: Sure. Um, I love Psalm 23 too. I think that's such a comfort, especially in times when we might feel alone or when we're feeling like it's hard times. It's also comforting to know that um, part of God's plan is that he's going to fix this broken world that we have. And um, Jesus is the center of that plan. Jesus is the one who's who died on the cross, not only to forgive our sins, but to defeat death once and for all. And that's how he's going to fix suffering and that when we die we go to heaven there's going to be no more suffering but one day there's going to be no more suffering for anyone when Jesus returns Um, and then you might think well why doesn't he just do that now like I'm ready for all this suffering to end (laughs) but it's also grace and it's loving that he hasn't come back yet because I know a lot of people who don't believe in God yet and if Jesus was to come back this second, then they might miss out. And that would be really painful to think about. But the good thing is, He is coming back. He's definitely coming back. But He's giving us time. Um, In 2 Peter 3, it says, The Lord is not slow in keeping His promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. And so, by waiting and putting off that moment he's actually um giving us the gift of bringing other people along with us and so that they won't have to suffer for an eternity
0: yeah 100% and i think it's um that question of why is god letting people suffer is a huge one that you know um kids teens young adults you know, adults, people, you know, everyone's struggling with that sort of idea. Um, I know I did when I was in high school. It was a main factor of why I didn't believe God because I was so confused why a good God supposedly would let bad things like, you know, suffering happen because that was what I was looking at in my life. And I was so confused um, and just really didn't know why those things happened. And from all the things that you guys have said, I came to the conclusion of just um, real comfort knowing that God is a just God and He is a loving God. And there's so much more to that story, but I just took so much comfort in knowing that He had a plan and a purpose through everything. Though I didn't know it, He had one. And so, yeah, the sad news is is that suffering exists doesn't it? But because suffering exists, it doesn't mean that God is bad or that he doesn't love us or that he's not in control. He does love us and he is in control. And the good news about that is that he has a plan to end all this suffering one day, um, as we just talked about. So that's the good news that you guys are listening and that all people can hold on to. Um, So on that note, Soha, would you pray to end up for us?
2: Absolutely um father god thank you that you are a god who is thought through um thank you that you are a god who um is completely good um that there is no evil in you thank you that you are a god who is powerful and almighty um and that nothing happens outside of your control um and god thank you that um there is purpose to you not coming and ending all suffering that it's not just happening for no reason Um, but there's actually really good um, purpose behind it. Um, And God, I just pray for anyone who is going through suffering at the moment that um, they would be reaching out to you, that they would be trusting you, that they um, would be bringing their emotions and um, how they're feeling about what they're going through, but also about you to you. Um, They would be reaching out to the other people around them to help them go through this period in time yeah god thank you um that though this is a really hard topic and that there's so much that we don't know how to answer and there's so much more to it um that in amongst a real um hard reality there's there's a message of hope amen
0: amen well so good it was awesome to have you guys on the podcast this week we cannot wait for another week um remember to text us on the instagrams if you have any questions that you want us to chat about or any ideas we'd love to hear them Um, but that's another week down we'll see you guys next week bye bye everyone bye